0: Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police,
1: but a crusader for
0: law. Hey everybody and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. Again, I'm Sal. (laughs) And I'm Joel for a second time. I know, yeah. uh, We had some technical difficulties in the last one, but welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about the whole Jeff Loeb, Marvel TV, Kevin Feige, Chief Creative Officer. What does that mean and where are we going and more importantly, what are our opinions what, who should stay? Who should go, if any? Uh, so mm-hmm. we're going to get into that in just a second. But before we do... Got some old business, some new business. Got to read the notes from the last meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. uh, before we get started, I want to say uh, thank you for joining us here on this Elseworlds Exchange podcast. Uh, This show is sponsored by you. The viewers like you who watch this show every week, live here on our channel. Uh, If you use those super chats, you can ask a question or make a comment. Collaborate with us in this episode, and uh, those proceeds go directly into the channel and make the channel possible, slash keep the lights on, slash allow us to... Get new equipment and all kinds of other random stuff that needs to be in order to allow us to keep doing it, particularly on a weekly basis, uh, which, you know, you're enjoying here today. So, uh, please, if you're of a mind and able to do so, use the Super Chats and they will be read here on the show live. Uh, if you do like this show, there's an additional show that you can check out over on Patreon.com slash Comic Pop, where Joel and I chat about mm-hmm. something or other. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that it could somehow, be anything. It could be anything, and it's somehow de- – de- it's it's pulled from the episode. It's not an episode-deleted scene, so much that it's inspired by what we do here. So, like, we'll be, we'll be done with the show. And we'll say, oh, that's a good point you made. Or, like, oh, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this. And then – so it's a totally different tangent. It's a lot of fun. Check that out. It's mm-hmm. called One Shots. Patreon.com slash Comic Bob. So, um, also, final non-topic-related business – uh. If you want to hang out with us, meet us uh, this Saturday from 4 to 7 p.m. at Zap Comics in Wayne, New Jersey. The entire Comic Pop crew is going to be there. So come to Zap. Get some comics. Find a really cool store. Get some Dunkin' Donuts next door. Uh and mm-hmm. hang out with us. Watch us tape a show. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh look, Saud is already in the super chat, says, Hey Sal and Joel, how's it going, guys? It's going well, my friend. Good. Thank you so much for your generosity. Holy crap, dude. Oh yeah. Thank you very, very much for supporting us uh the way you are uh and the way you have. Uh by the way, uh Saud Althani not only supports us here, but he also watches our other show, uh, which is a live streamed Twitch series where Tiffany plays video games. Uh, over on twitch.tv slash TV. So uh, you can hang out with us over there as well if you like video games. So check that out. What she
1: playing now, Sal? Uh,
0: Code Vein, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, I got that too, actually. But I
1: keep screwing around in the character creator. I haven't actually played anything yet. The
0: character creator is sick and ridiculous. Uh, Actually, the entire team has... uh, That's the people who watch the show uh, have teamed together to create a character altogether. Uh, her name is Robin Liefeld and she (laughs) is made of pouches. Uh, as I understand, she has a huge pouch just on her face.
1: Love it. Uh, Does she still have a job though? Robin Liefeld?
0: Uh, of course, uh, you know, her job (laughs) is like drawing and not remembering to draw feet. Um, but yeah, Martin Archuleta says, keep iron fist, have Shang-Chi beat the, uh, ass, beat his ass in the first three minutes of his movie. Um, I guess that'd be funny. That
1: that would almost be worth it to be like, move over. I'm the new Kung Fu guy.
0: Forget about this guy. It's all me. Um, Amazing Zero, Punisher, Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage, the rest can burn. Um, We'll get into that in just a minute. Before we do talk about those things, although I'm along the same lines as you, my friend, um, we're going to talk a little bit about what is Marvel TV? What was Jeff Loeb in charge of that now Kevin Feige can oversee? And as such, incorporate. Um, it all starts, of course, with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Which uh, had a show,
1: very long run. A long
0: run. It's finally, forgivably ending. So that show's dead. Uh, Marvel's Agent Carter. Another show that this is, of course, during the era when we thought, hashtag, it's all connected.
1: Uh, uh,
0: Agent Carter also, from what I understand, had actual like people from the MCU working on the show.
1: Yes, and is, Zola showed up and everything. Yeah,
0: which is part of the reason why Zola's there, why Jarvis ends up actually in Endgame. And, so
1: arguably, it has more connectivity than all those seasons of Agents of Shield did.
0: Exactly. So it was just
1: really good and underrated. I'm sad that one only got two seasons.
0: Yeah, eight episodes, uh, and then ten episodes, so eighteen episodes of an of a really really underrated show. Also dead. Marvels and humans. The less said about it, the better. But it's dead. <laughs> Uh, can, you, can you believe they let Scott Buck fuck that up twice between I, that and Iron Fist? I can't believe... Like, showrunner we'll, 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 showrunners just really expensive and you just gotta get like whoever shows up? I, so, anyway, but... Inhumans, Did have naked
1: pictures of somebody in power? <laughs> maybe.
0: I mean, like, listen. So, Inhumans was a show that had its own quagmire, originally, part of the MCU. Then, after the power struggle between Perlmutter and Feige split, they took Inhumans, it became a show, and it became a disaster we're
1: this close to getting an inhumans movie imagine that alternate universe we
0: may still get one now through uh, so then you got the netflix series daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist technically the defenders is its own show yeah and of course the punisher so we got yeah. six different shows all of which are using eh, mid-range to higher level characters um and all to, street level all street level all new york based and all like kind of to 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 mid to mid-level critical acclaim
1: yeah very um, very marvel nightsy. i can still remember when those shows were announced and how excited we all were
0: man and then of course the the second seasons for all of them and how excited we were but how tentatively excited we were, we were like wait mm-hmm. but is it but we know it's not connected anymore um, yeah all those shows when the excitement
1: evaporated when you're like nope they're done they're dead the writing's on the wall Mm -hmm.
0: all those shows canceled and dead so far only show we have that actually might still kind of be connected to the mcu agent carter but none of these shows are on tv or even being produced anymore then you got the hulu's shows oh you got marvel's runaways That's That's
1: right, which I have not actually seen any of because I thought it was going to be canceled by now, but it's still hanging in there. Not
0: only is it hanging in there, second season, and up until, what was it, just two weeks ago at New York Comic Con, Jeff Loeb was interviewed with the cast of Runaways to talk about... It, its about its future. Uh, they even Ooh. asked about the blip and whether that was going to be referenced. Jeff Loeb made a really terse response, as you can imagine, in which he said, uh, if you look at the Spider-Man sequel, uh, obviously they referenced it, and then it turned out it really didn't make any difference. And nobody really cared.
1: Well, geez, Jeff. Who uh, pissed in your porridge? I mean,
0: I think Kevin Feige did. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, you having a nice breakfast? Hey, don't mind me. Then you got Hellstrom the tv series which is also apparently going to be released on hulu in 2020 10 episodes
1: yes that's been cast we were supposed to get a ghost rider show but now he's gonna be maybe getting a movie instead sorry gabriel luna even though you were an agents of shield so that would have at least connected with each other
0: right the ghost rider show was being produced and is now dead also under jeff Loeb, so therefore forget about the ghost rider show but as you said, start to get excited because maybe they'll start putting Ghost Rider into the movies.
1: I think almost certainly now, because isn't Feige a big Ghost Rider fan? And I think that's been on his to-do list for a while. I
0: think he's like a Marvel Knights fan, which may account for some of these characters and may inform some of our who should stay and who should go and who should get rebooted. Uh, so, Blade,
1: of course, in a very similar position. We all assumed, oh, well, Blade, Moon Knight, that's got to be Phase 2 Netflix. Eh, no, actually. Uh,
0: no Netflix anymore, not even Disney+. Plus, Two are rated for those, so they're going into movies. Um, looking at uh, Freeform, formerly ABC Family, Marvel's Cloak & Dagger, two seasons. The show still exists and as of now is still not canceled. Good so for them. Right now, we got three shows that are still being produced that now have lost Jeff Loeb, Runaways, Hellstrom, and Cloak and Dagger. That being said, of course, only two of them actually have shows you can watch. Hellstrom could be canceled literally tomorrow. It's true. Uh, I mean, do...
1: I mean, are we assuming that these aren't long for the world now? That if these were Loeb's babies,
0: I don't know. Well, here's the thing, right? Because like Disney Plus has a glass ceiling of PG thirteen. Yeah. All these shows, Runaways, Cloak & Dagger, Hellstrom, kind of confusing, but it's going to be produced on Hulu. But Runaways and Hellstrom and Cloak and & Dagger uh, could be conceivably shuffled over to Disney Plus or just shoehorned into the Hulu series. That's true. That's if they're happy with the level of quality or the, or the direction that they're going in. I don't know, but let's just assume that they're all going to be dead at some point or another. In now, ways, what about
1: those animated series, too from Hulu that we were supposed to be getting as well?
0: Well, you got uh, what was it? the um
1: Howard the M-Duck. Duck
0: show, The Howard yeah. the Duck Show. Uh, I know that um Tiger and Dazzler and and uh, Tiger and Dazzler. as I understand it, uh, I, I as recently as the other day, I heard uh, what was it Kevin Smith talking about how he's still working on the The Howard the Duck Show? That's right. so, I assume those animated shows are also still, at least in development, if not, we'll see the light of day.
1: I hope they definitely come out, because I'm excited for them, and I like the idea of Hulu being this alternative for the Marvel Universe. Like, hey, this is the Marvel Universe after dark.
0: Right, it, it, it's it's actually kind of funny how Hulu may actually become what Netflix was supposed to be. Yeah. Which was, like, the more harder-edged version of the MCU, but still within the MCU though I don't love the idea of
1: having to get yet another app, though from what I understand you can get the new Disney Plus app and Hulu and like one of the TSNs all packaged together for a rate. And
0: that's the thing, if they're gonna package in Hulu with Disney Plus there's no reason not to develop shows for it. They also mentioned, of course, the Offenders, which I forgot about. Right. uh, Which is like, I guess, like their version of the Defenders in terms of like, let's unify everybody in the animated universe and put Mm -hmm. them over here. Again, it's also animated, so take it with a grain of salt Mm. um you know i'm sure that the animation teams that are working on those shows are not working on the what if show uh but doesn't you don't need the same animation teams working on it to make it unified that being said i uh, i would assume those shows that are made right now anything made under Loeb should probably start coming up with a, a last <laughs> will and <the> testament because <laughs> wrap it up everybody wrap this shit up new boss in town exactly uh so those are the shows that either had been developed or are in development now right under this umbrella where feige is now chief creative officer and as such reports with perlmutter and uh is producing pretty much everything here With, of course, consideration to Disney Plus and what's being produced for that, which includes, of course, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, (laughs) Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. Let's not even get into Hawkeye and whether that's even going to be a thing anymore because, of course, Jeremy Renner's whole th- whole, whole th- meltdown. Yeah, uh,
1: he had a bad time. But then again, I feel the whole part of this Hawkeye show is to kind of put him
0: away and let Kate Bishop take center stage again. So maybe he can literally phone it in. He could phone it in. I mean, like, it's funny because the thing is they don't want to give him work. They don't want to put him in the show anymore. They're trying to actively figure out how to get Hawkeye out of a Hawkeye show that's built to specifically get rid of him. you you know, you, you either recast and make it really confusing or a a thing. you, you risk the press and let him be in it. But maybe you, you, you lessen the impact that Clint Barton was going to have.
1: Fact hey, is it's,
0: it's time to meet Clint's brother, Barney Barton earlier than you thought, everybody. <laughs> I mean, the fact is like, <laughs> this ain't Matt fractions, Hawkeye, no matter how many logos they use. So mm. this dude has a family, he has kids. He could easily phone it in or at the very least show up in the first scene and be like, "Bye.
1: Yeah, my home planet needs me." <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just going to live off the reservation. Goodbye. Like, I don't know. Um, but that's another that's another can of worms. But we do know that like it's funny how it goes from like MCU and it transitions into what you assume would have been things they were going to develop for Netflix, where it's like wa- Falcon Winter Soldier, sure. WandaVision, get it. Loki, mm. of course. Hey, cartoons. Hawkeye, getting rid of him anyway. He's old. Ms. Marvel, you're like, oh, wait a minute, what? That sounds more like a freeform thing. M- Moon Knight, She Hulk. Okay, no. Those feel like like real shows, or at the very least, harder edged, potentially shows. Shows that you would are think so, yeah. at least trying to do something. Um, People are asking what Renner did. All right, let's get into it really quick. I don't want to get in, into the politics of it, but let's just say that Jeremy Renner had a hard time. Evidently, uh, was on some level of substance and uh, threatened to kill his ex-wife and himself yeah. with yeah. a gun, which he owns. Uh, there, it's on. It's on record. You can Google the rest. Let's just say, uh, you know, he torched his career in the eyes of Disney. So, you know, there's not much you can do with him. Anyway. Though, hilar- though
1: hilariously, it was a big news story when it broke, and yet we haven't heard much of it in the last little bit. It's kind of quieted down. Interestingly, how that happens. Uh,
0: yeah, it's true. Um, as we transition from the list of shows that we have in our midst and what we think about them, let's read ju- some, super, some super chats. Uh, what was it? Um, Adam Asmo says, "Loeb is out. I guess Disney gave him an ultimatum." <laughs> Can of Coke for you, sir. Yeah, that's solid, man. That's solid. Good, that's good, good shit. Good, good joke. Um, yeah. There's no evidence. It's like, okay. Well, the 911 call I think was enough evidence. But all right, whatever. Uh, Lord of Realms helping us out. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord of Realms. Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, so from there. We're gonna talk about. Uh, I love how like people were baiting us into talking about it, and then we did, and then they were like, "Aha, we got you! Now I let's know. get into. Now let's pick apart your argument." Yo, that's the internet. Yo, I I don't report the news. Mm-hmm. I read it, and we talk about it. That's the deal.
1: That's how a podcast works.
0: And hey, we're also trade readers, and the trade says that Disney's trying to figure out what to do about it. That's where we are. So. You can say there's no evidence all you want to, but, like, one, uh, I have no skin in this game. No. Two, I'm not trying to defend or attack anybody. Three, uh, it doesn't effing matter, so moving on.
1: Yeah, also talking about it might derail the show.
0: <laughs> exactly, which is why I didn't want to do it in the first place, but let's do it anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, those are the shows that have existed and are kind of being, being produced – I mean, the fact is, like, we just named, what was it, Uh, just from Netflix, there was was six shows, plus the Mm. ABC shows, which makes for uh, nine shows. You look at uh, the Disney Plus shows, you got, um, what was it, Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Only one fewer. They're already developing under Feige now. Yeah. So it's like he's already made a proportionate response-slash-replacement for those other shows. Yeah. On a format that, you know, arguably hurts everything, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Out with the old, in with the new.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the question is, as we move forward under this new, more Feige-controlled era and Lobeless time... um, Well, you know, before we even get into our speculations, was Jeff Loeb the problem? Because here's the thing. There's a lot of a lot like of people thought he was. There's a lot of good that came out of the Marvel TV shows. In fact, a lot of people still like the shows that are on now. People still enjoy Indeed. runaways. They do dig Cloak and Dagger. Folk were excited for Ghost Rider, which spun out of Agents of Shield, which you know, as as much as I heard a lot of criticism, show got what, seven seasons? Like uh, yes, people were watching the damn thing, so I guess it was, I know I was popular enough for it to have an audience, especially at that kind of prime time. Um mm-hmm. I watched it for a time, and then I was like, that's enough. And I just had to stop. But, uh, you know, arguably, Loeb made some good shows. I mean, the fact is, or at the very least, he oversaw good shows. I loved the, the, uh... all three seasons of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I loved the first season of Jessica Jones. I just honestly so dropped out after season one, so I didn't see season two or three. I loved season one of Luke Cage. Um,
1: season two is better in my mind. I really think that was the killer one. I'm glad I stuck around for at least season two of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I watched Iron Fist season one. Obviously, I wouldn't stick around for season two, which is too bad. If you I want to understand, I, you could have watched a Daughters of the Dragon series. Um, Defenders I saw and thought could have been better, but at the same yeah. time, it was exciting to see some of these characters interact. And it had some bright spots. Yeah, and I loved Punisher so
1: punisher was cool too never saw season two of punisher because again i'm like nope it's dead
0: i just i don't have i only have enough hours in the day and i don't have i I can't dedicate them to shows that are either like dead men walking
1: (laughs) you know as you said before there's too much entertainment
0: yeah um so yeah it's true there is there's too much entertainment and in fact if you want to see me see me and another host talk about it for like an hour check out the show watch the playlist um so good stuff you know uh, then, of course, you look at the animated projects. Mm. I don't think there is a strong one since Loeb took over.
1: It's true. They've all been pretty weak sauce.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because if you look at, like, the recent Marvel animated shows or movies that were produced before Loeb came in, some of them were pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I cite, of course, Hulk versus Hell yeah! Uh, and even the uh, the Thor sh- the Thor movie. I don't know if anybody remembers that one. Uh, it was like young Thor. Oh yeah, Tales yeah, yeah, of yeah. Asgard was what it was called.
1: Yes, I um, remember that one in the blockbuster. That's how long ago that was.
0: Yeah. Plus, you got Planet Hulk. Yeah. Uh, I liked Next Avengers, um, and I and I and I kind of dug Ultimate Avengers and Ultimate Avengers Two.
1: I don't um, think I ever saw those ones actually. Oh, they're
0: pretty much straight up adaptations of the comics.
1: Oh, and i probably like them.
0: Right. Um, I didn't see Invincible Iron Man. I did not yet see Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Though, Neither did I. As I understand it, at least with Planet Hulk uh, and uh, Next Avengers and Thor Tales of Asgard, those were all also produced by Kevin Feige. Yeah, that's So, fun. you know, uh, there's some continuity there. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about the anime efforts like oh, Rise of yeah. the Technovore that and I Avengers Confidential Black Widow and Punisher, which I also saw. Um, didn't see those i kind of dug the uh the, the black widow punisher movie um and that's when i kind of stopped until I that, saw was, Shroom, that was that so. was norman
1: Reedus as the punisher yes
0: i assume i don't know but there you have it um so yeah uh it's interesting how Loeb is kind of like a harbinger of good <laughs> and bad I mean, it could be that, you know, it doesn't take one person to make a show. It doesn't take one person to make a movie. You can't, like, voice True. too much too much praise on Feige. There are a lot of really great, powerful, and uh, talented moving parts to make those movies work. Um, Definitely. And as such, you can't blame everything on Loeb, nor can you give him too much praise when it's like, Daredevil was a solid show yeah no. I, th- I think it's
1: that uh, kevin Foggy is just so easy to like and Loeb almost deliberately spent so much of his career being surly
0: it's really weird like how he's like not interested in brand management <laughs> the no, way that other people are i mean like feige doesn't have to worry about that either the dude could literally be a douche and people would still like you know eat his ass and call it ice cream so <laughs> I, I don't know but uh you know uh, one, of the, one of the, of course, the sore spots actually was brought up uh, by Tevia of all people, and we'll, we'll we'll get into that in a second, but um, uh, there are another, there, this could mean that a bunch of animated projects could come on the scene and be better.
1: I would like that very much.
0: Because I would argue that all that stuff we mentioned, uh, the Technovore, Planet Hulk, uh, even Next Avengers, were better than anything that came out under Loeb.
1: And you know what, now would be a good time too for uh, Foggy and Marvel, and I'm gonna assume Disney Plus, to up their animation game because as we saw Netflix, their next closest competitor now, spent millions of dollars getting some of the best animators from television and everywhere and being like, okay, here's a blank check, do whatever. We want Netflix to be the home of kick-ass animation in the future.
0: Well, and you own, you're Disney. You, you could make an anything studio. great or you know you look you you could have pixar make a marvel movie you could even have just the disney cg animation team who made things like tangled and yeah. you know like good stuff that i really enjoy uh i just marvel. found out
1: the i just found out the other day that tangled got like a three season continuation on tv and i'm like really oh and it got pre- it's out Yes, like it's out. It got like three seasons of television. Apparently, it's pretty good. They do original songs and everything for it, and they grew the lore. Wow, that's fun. yeah, shocking, huh?
0: Yeah, didn't um, get a
1: sequel. Got three seasons.
0: Hmm, weird. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, then you got that awful Avengers, uh, Avengers Assemble mm. show, that terrible Guardian show, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, which started out strong and then just fell the hell apart. Marvel Spider-Man, which is not very good either.
1: They just um, look worse. Like they're spending less and less money on them. Oh
0: yeah, Marvel Rising doesn't look very good either. Like the animation's just really bad. The um, writing's
1: a little stronger in that at least because they're trying to be different. But yeah, it just doesn't. It, they should look better than this.
0: Agreed. Oh, I forgot they also mentioned they, they may they're making Hit Monkey. That's another. That's the other Hulu that's animated show. Right. Um. So yeah.
1: Everyone always forgets Hit Monkey.
0: <laughs> well, at least he'll be an offender. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so now the question is, um, okay, so we have a list of shows that right. exist under the Marvel banner that were produced by Loeb and arguably Feige slash his people don't want to be associated with, right? Because that's the assumption here. I mean, it's all about that's ego, right? Like, yeah. It's all about ego. It's all about like, I am getting the credit for this. It's arguably why we got that, ar- that that problem with Spider-Man and Sony. It's, yeah. that, you know, Feige was like, I helped produce some of these other things and I want my name on them. And it's like, dude, you're al- they're already making gold statues of you. Do you really <laughs> need to say you helped produce, like, I don't know, or at least helped in some creative fashion into the Spider-Verse? And it's like, yes, it won an Oscar. Yes. <laughs> like, fine. I guess I get it. But if you, I don't know. I'm... I'm a poor kid from Jersey so it's like if I, like my assumption is you can reach a limit where you get enough money and, f- and fame and power that you're like, all right, I'm good. And then like people tell you like, you know, well, I'm better than you. And you just go, well, I just check my bank account and I say, no, like, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I guess that's just a thing in Hollywood where you're dealing with such huge sums of money and people's livelihoods. So consistently that the only thing that matters is the credit man and how I'll be remembered. I
0: can't take the money with me. It's like that. It's that scene in wag the dog. You remember wag the dog. <laughs> Yes, well, ladies and gentlemen, there's this great political, like, comedy thriller thing called "Wag the Dog," in which Dustin Hoffman helps produce a fake movie or a fake war to help the approval rating of the of the sitting president, and you know it all works out. They fool the public, and he wants the credit for doing it, and that's all he wants. And in, at the end, of course, spoiling a 30 year old movie, he <laughs> is assassinated for his troubles because like he can't keep his mouth shut, and he'd yeah. rather die than not get the credit for making something like bamboozling the entire American populace. So, like, yep. you know, th- that was produced by these people who know their own. So I, oh, yeah. I trust it. But, uh, yeah. So um, jumping into the Super chats really quick. Uh, Amazing Zero says, off top, new Star Wars trailer, guys. Yeah, there's a new Star Wars yeah. trailer. Uh, BM Gray says, I've been waiting 10 years for that Jeff Loeb ultimatum joke to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets sitting on it. <laughs> well, your time has come, um, and no one can take it away from you. <laughs> yeah, Tevius Smolka says, uh, "Can we bring back Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, just like Young Justice? No, they won't. It's hard, mm. and the question is, who owns it? Who made it? I mean, the fact is, they could, because if anyone can, a mega conglomerate like Disney could afford it, just like Disney could afford to just pay Sony." Like okay, how many Spider-Man movies are you really going to? you realistically going to make six? So that's what six billion dollars. All right, here you go, six billion dollars. Now, <laughs>
1: it's in my suit pants.
0: Right now, here's your six billion dollars. Now shut up, it's all ours. Um, <laughs> they they could literally fix or they they could they could cure diseases. They could build every bridge and road and not lose <laughs> a sweat. Like it, it, it's. It's ob- it's obnoxious. They could produce an entire library of Avengers Earth Minus Heroes direct to digital animated movie adaptations of every single Marvel comics event and make money, and they still won't do it because eh, I don't know. It's a gamble. So yeah. I you know I I've seen I. I've given up on watching companies do the right thing. You need to convince them that it's the right thing to do publicly and that it'll make the money as well. And
1: it's also profitable. Yeah.
0: Yeah um as if so yet helping us out thank you very much as if uh and the ice man says uh, saw this coming with the feige news i think feige will just get one of his team to take over i hope they let hulu tv be a harder netflix type show i agree i don't think i think feige's not really good at delineation i mean he's good at picking the right people but yeah. he's not the kind of person who's just like oh i'll just let somebody else handle that like no my name's going on that i think we know now that he's a bit of an egomaniac so it's like he needs to be involved so Which I mean when what he makes is genuinely pretty good. I mean, I guess I can't
1: fault him for I'm that. I'm not gonna
0: argue. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know who and his team could take over. I don't that's the thing about Kevin Feige, the mystery and the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know what his team looks like. Like it's true. were he to be hit by a bus tomorrow, who would stand to replace him and continue the continuity of excellence? I don't know. Yeah, so, d- does he have
1: an assistant? Does he have several assistants? Does he have,
0: does, yeah, does he have five redundant protégés? <laughs> uh, as, as,
1: as we joked last week there, it's a Jedi cyst thing, and when I die, you will all fight for the chance yeah. to take my place.
0: <laughs> Gorgon Fish says, power pack live uh, slash cartoon television show or film? I say show. You got to do Power Pack as a show. Mm. I'd say make it, make it a cartoon. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think kids will enjoy it. It, it. That's the place to put Power Pack. Power Pack should and always has been, or should always be a cartoon. By the way, there is a Power Pack live action made for TV show. Like, it's a made for TV movie that's also a pilot for a show. You can find it on YouTube. There's a Power Pack pilot. It sucks. <laughs> um, Lord of Realm says, have you... Read or heard of Xenoscope comics? Not only have I read them, I have also heard of them, <laughs> and uh, yes. I got to tell you, uh, it's interesting, Xenoscope uh, or Xenoscope, how they um, they have these eye-catching covers that are clearly made for with an eye of exploitation. Uh, yet the content within them is nothing uh, of the sort. Uh, the the costumes may remain, but it's not just like the curse of the black whatever the hell you remember tarot curse of the, uh, the
1: tarot hell. curse of the black rose yes
0: curse of the black rose it, it's not all just it's not like softcore porno comics apparently they really do actually make like fun adventure stories though um you know i haven't picked up a xenoscope comic since i don't know east coast comic con when they gave me a, a preview sample um so yeah uh let's talk about the shows that you'd like to see um succeed slash come back and who needs a reboot um i think that anything abc needs to die and stay dead i Um, mean you can't really say like you're killing it they all had very good runs. right it's true agents of shield i think agents of shield should go on to disney plus like Mm. and not like bring it back i mean just like put it on it to put it on disney plus because it's a bingeable long form marvel centric show like stick it in there, and then take inventory. Who'd you use? You know, I see Absorbing Man's in here. Can yep. we recast without it being a problem? I see Deathlocks in here. We're not going to use him, obviously. The uh, you Griffin. Know, the Griffin. Uh, all the Inhuman stuff. Obviously, we're not going to do any of that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that the show could have new life in terms of just sticking it on the on the on the stream and just leaving yeah. it there. Um, but, but otherwise, I think the less said about it, the better. I, th- I think ignoring it is the way to go. And it
1: was in so much of its own bubble, that's ultimately fine, that you yeah. can ultimately get away with that.
0: Agent Carter, that should be a, a Disney Plus show as well, mm. uh, except it becomes more complicated now that uh, you know, Endgame is here. Yeah, yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I-, I think probably just to keep it keep it less complicated, you kill that one too.
1: And also, Hayley Atwell is going to be in that what-if thing. Isn't like episode one, like, what if Hayley Atwell, Agent Carter, became uh, Captain America? Right.
0: Except she's English, so she'd be Captain Britain, I guess.
1: She would, she would be. Although it's funny, apparently on her shield in the like leaked thing, she actually does have a Union Jack. I know. Of stars so and stripes. is
0: that what she becomes? I don't know. It's cool. Um, And uh, Marvels and Humans, those are the ABC shows. I honestly believe... That the Inhumans will be back in the MCU sooner than you think. We've, mm. heard, we've heard rumors uh, because, obviously, they're making it, They're making a Ms. Marvel show. Ms. Marvel yes. is a show. It's happening. They're casting. Hell, yeah. They're, they're working on it. She's an Inhuman. Yep. They're, and you have a AAA video game title that was made in the Inhuman era. So you're going to have the – which now, of course, who cares? But – it's going to explode on the scene. You're going to have the Terrigen bomb go off in that game, and people are going to be talking about Inhumans again.
1: I bet it's going to be Donnie Cates to write the new book, too, because he did the death of the Inhumans, and he keeps teasing the Inhumans coming back and everything else he's writing.
0: So I think if you tie it in with the game, you tie it in with Ms. Marvel... You cast, and I've heard the, the, you know, I've heard rumors from Vin Diesel to, you know, whatever, uh, that they're that you, you put Black Bolt and Medusa into the Ms. Marvel show. You get That's some. That's all you need. They only some, need to
1: show up for an episode. You get
0: a top tier. Get a couple of really, really big name actors to play those characters, and then you see what the buzz is, and then you try Inhumans again. Now, again, I don't like Inhumans. I don't care about them. But I think there is room now for them to make a less ex- a less insistent Inhumans movie. Indeed. Since they don't need to make mutants anymore, it's like since they got mutants back, they can be like, oh, we'll just we'll we'll just do we'll just do uh, Paul Jenkins run. Like we'll just yeah. do a, an intimate story about these guys over there.
1: Do, do Game of Thrones in space, but also is an Eternals going to be that too? We don't know. We'll figure that out. Well,
0: Eternals, I, I honestly, it's hard to find something more boring than the Inhumans until you find the Eternals. <laughs> uh, so if they're willing to do that, there's no way they're not going to take another second bite at the Inhumans' apple.
1: Right. Uh, then, you Especially got... too, because you're getting Fantastic Four coming out. So it's like, oh, well, what if we had the Fantastic Four fight the Inhumans? Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Wouldn't it be funny if the first Marvel Cinematic Universe Fantastic Four movie introduced the Inhumans?
1: That'd be crazy.
0: That'd be very funny. Like that's who they are. That's where they belong. They're second string supporting fantastic four characters and they're all going to fight the mole man and you're going to like it. Um, <laughs> Heck
1: have uh, have the Royal family show up in a black Panther sequel. Cause black Panther similarly also spun out of the pages of a fantastic four Screw comic, it. So it'd be black funny pa- to see them come back together.
0: Black Panther two. make black Panther two the Inhumans movie.
1: King versus King.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I want to skip the Netflix. I'm going to get... We want to get to that. That's the big, like, kahuna of our conversation here. Um, Marvel's Runaways. Fold that right over.
1: That should be easy. It's,
0: you know, it's already on Hulu. Keep the show going. Make harder references to the MCU at large. Maybe give them their own movie if the show gets really popular or if it is a... Po- I don't know. I've never watched it, but there's two Same. seasons, so people are watching it. Um,
1: Someone must be into it.
0: Right. But uh, you know what? There's nothing wrong with Runaways... The, the the cast is happy you got a solid team now that Loeb's gone you can really like up the ante up the budget play with that convention a little more maybe you can get Brian Vaughn to be a showrunner on that Ooh. Uh, now you got Runaways now it's now it's a big name thing keep it on Hulu so you can you can go a little farther with it um, similarly Cloak and Dagger move that shit to Hulu keep it. I say keep it. Why not?
1: Yeah,
0: it's filling a niche out there,
1: which I like, and I would very much like to see Cloak and Dagger roll into a cameo appearance somewhere else down the line.
0: Exactly. Hell, you could also, of course, combine Cloak and Dagger with the Runaways since they are Runaways, not capital R, but still. It's very easy, isn't it? Right? Um, so those are the ancillary shows. Hellstrom, I don't know what you're going to do with that. I assume it'll get however many episodes they produced and then they'll kill it. That's my assumption.
1: Again, I hope it does good if only so they can be like, yes, there is an audience for harder rated, uh, harder edged Marvel
0: stuff. Right. Uh, Obviously, Ghost Rider already got killed before the development stage. So Ghost Rider is... uh, They wouldn't... They would have killed all the shows if that was the plan, right? Yeah. They clearly deliberately killed Ghost Rider because Feige has plans for Ghost Rider. Yeah. I bet Ghost Rider shows up in the Blade movie
1: that would be a good place for him and then you're that much closer to Midnight Suns or whatever else you want to call it
0: exactly Um, before we move on uh, jumping into the super chats Preston Bryan says I think Cloak and Dagger Runaways is supposed to have a crossover it is in fact supposed to have a crossover
1: really well that's good then
0: and not only that they've also had a crossover Cloak and Dagger literally appear in Vaughn's run of Runaways they are they are connected so no shit hashtag it's all connected you could definitely put them together Good. Um, and so you get, and that saves some money. Hey, now it's one show. Screw it. But uh, honestly, that's that's what you do with those shows are, are viewed. They're popular and they work within the format that you're that you're making them for. Stick them on Hulu and leave it there. Hellstrom. Honestly, I feel like it's gonna die. But My worry but, about but they, it is
1: that they're already pitching it like every other paranormal detective show from the beginning of time.
0: I know. Well, they made ten episodes. The show is being made, and they're not gonna waste money. They inherited the wasted money of New Mutants, which they don't know what the hell they're going to do, but with Hellstrom, it's like, well, they technically paid to make it, so, you know, we gotta put it out somewhere. But uh, yeah, it could be the Supernatural of uh, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm, I'm
1: so glad you mentioned Supernatural because that's a show that I never got into, nope. but I respect that it was as on as long as it did, but I'm mad at Supernatural because it cam- cannibalized so many tropes and so many storylines from your archetypical paranormal comic book detective a la Constantine, a la Jim Butcher, a la Damien Hellstrom. So but it comes time for those shows to actually be made, everyone's like, oh, this is derivative of. Of supernatural I'm like no it's the other way around yeah no
0: they just couldn't make those shows so they made supernatural
1: <laughs> yeah which i cannot <laughs> believe <laughs> i know
0: i know uh then you got the netflix thing now mm. here's the thing um netflix what was do you do you remember like why did they make a show rather than make the movie of daredevil
1: I don't know, because I guess because it was a brand that had already like, you know, flopped at the box office once before and they wanted to show people that it was different or that maybe they felt that Daredevil thrived better with long form stories, which I kind of think he does.
0: I agree Um, with Daredevil. I think that everyone involved at that level works in a movie. I think, you know, from Daredevil to Foggy to Karen. To, to the motherfucking kingpin. Definitely. They all work as a movie. You don't really need the context of three seasons of the show.
1: No, they can mostly just show, because that's the beautiful part about Daredevil. He was always the most TV-ready, media-ready, pre-packaged, like, yo, lawyer by day, superhero by night, Catholic guilt. Here you
0: go. These are the characters moving on. Yeah. I think that... What they should do with Daredevil is they should start pushing him as a movie. Mm. Um, obviously they have like that contract, uh, or you know, the, the contract clause with Netflix. It probably would be cleaner if they just said, eh, the whole thing's over and we're just gonna reboot. Yeah. But Charlie Cox is too good, and Vincent D'Onofrio really. is too good and
1: Definitive.
0: Honestly, I love the boat I both I love both Foggy and Karen. If you treated it like a soft reboot where you're like, you don't really need the show, we're not going to refer to it too much, mm-hmm. if at all. And hey, don't be surprised if like Purple Man and stuff show up in the movies and stuff, and, we're, and they're not going to look or sound or act like the guys from the last one. We're mm. only keeping the stuff that worked. I think everyone would collectively be like, right on. Like, no one's going to argue with you. No, exactly.
1: I, I, people would come to ex- I, Maybe we're more accepting of this kind of soft reboot stuff because they do it in comic books all the time. But I think general audiences, Joe and Jane Popcorn, are getting better at this kind of thing. Like, heck, the last couple X-Men movies were just like, yo, and this is what we call a retcon, everybody, and this is what yeah, we also call a soft reboot.
0: The fact is, if, if people are still complaining that we don't have, like, movies like Logan, mm. then the argument that people don't understand, like, reboots and con- and, and, and resets and, and all that stuff is out the window. Because X-Men is a mess, and it was made by the same freaking studio. Like, yeah. X-Men 1, 2, and 3. Okay, those all feed together. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and flies in the direct face of some of the origin stuff from the original movies. Okay, that's your first continuity problem. First Class, also, same deal. Also, Days of Future Past, like, same deal. Oh, also, Apocalypse. Also, like, every single movie picks and chooses whatever it wants. Mm -hmm. And does whatever it wants and contradicts each other. And some of them happened, and some of them didn't, or some of them got undone. Like, I was expecting them to really deliberately deliberately undo X-Men 3 with Days of Future Past, but they kind of didn't. No, they really didn't, which, man, after a fact, were those movies not the most faithful to X-Men lore? Where it's like, no, we're just going to pick and choose, and it's all headcanon, man. Right, it's all just a mess. So, if that's the case, I think we can get away with just being like, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, you know the two the foggy and karen are the same actors and mm. vincent D'Onofrio has kingpin and that's what we're keeping and the rest of it's all garbage that's like really
1: all you need and again you, you need. and you can get around it too it's like hey and here's bullseye no he's not the guy from the thing but he's wearing a movie costume and a mask so you never have to look at his face
0: right like no we recast bullseye we got a, we got another actor for that we, we recast literally everybody except for kingpin it- here's
1: electra she's also in her comic costume now she she regenerated she went through a phase she changes her outfit hell we
0: just we, we we just do it again i and there are a lot of people who have a problem with lod young i loved her as electra i thought she mm. was really cool I, I really really liked her in that um but uh but i get the the argument so like with electra i would just i would probably avoid it for as long as i could um jessica jones hulu show
1: Yeah, that would be perfect for that. Again, especially because Jessica Jones was never the most expensive of the shows.
0: Cheap show to make doesn't need to be on a team. Never really was. So like putting Jessica Jones on the Defenders. Okay, cool, I get it. But unnecessary. Really what you needed with Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones was a commentary on the rest of the MCU. So what you really need is maybe cameos in her show but not her being on a team. You need other people to show up in her show, not her to show up in your movies.
1: That's so, a really good way of looking at it. And I especially want Luke Cage to show up in there too, so we can eventually build their relationship, which is something I've always liked from the books.
0: Uh, agreed. Now with Luke Cage, I would make a Luke Cage movie. I would just get Mike Coulter and be like, no, Luke Cage movie. I, You're not going to be able to do what you did with the show. No. It sucks. And I hate it, but but you're not going to be able to do that direct thing. Um, and, and what I'm saying by that is you're not going to be able to get away with as much harder-edged violence. And hopefully you can get some social commentary in the mirror. I mean, Black Panther, like...
1: Clearly. Killmonger's
0: whole impetus is a commentary. And it's like... Totally. You could probably get away with that. I would love American... Like, I would love a, a flip-side Killmonger-type movie where it's like, that this would is be about interesting. Like, racial... like. Tensions in america and 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 how luke cage is a commentary on that michael just a a movie actor anyway Um, absolutely and and only
1: getting more and more
0: popular in movies right and i think he's he'd be happy to play luke cage again And, and again he
1: also embodies the character so much too it would be hard to see someone else in that role if we save anyone else from that show and this is also the good thing about luke cage is he's not exactly known for his supporting cast so it's very easy to just pick and move him around yep can we have Bushmaster back? Cause he was a really friggin' good villain. Oh man. Really good.
0: Yeah. He was good. I mean, that'd be fine. I mean, if if I'm in charge. Yeah. But like, if not, I, you could, you could do anything. Hell you could, you know, well, yeah, you could do anything you want and, and you know,
1: you don't really need Bushmaster back as his story actually had a really good conclusion and he had a good arc, which is why Luke Cage season two is so strong. But right. still, that's that, that,
0: that's my fanboy that I just
1: <laughs> want to see this guy again.
0: Right. I, I, I agree with you. Um, Iron Fist, here's the thing. I don't even know why they bothered to make an Iron Fist show in the first place. Like, I don't know why they were really? like, Iron Fist, that one. Um, I guess because they were making a Luke Cage show. I guess because Iron Fist technically would be – easy to film because he only has one supernatural attribute that needs Mm. CG. Um, And they still fucked it up. (laughs) I can't believe how badly Um, with Iron Fist, I wouldn't try. Like I would literally just leave it alone. You have
1: Shang-Chi now. You can totally junk the whole thing and not lose anything.
0: And I would argue like, you know, if you want to do Iron Fist in the future, you could. And by, but the longer away it is from the original Iron Fist, the, the better the better and then you can obviously just reboot the whole damn thing i'm sad we'd lose colleen wing get that actress. She's really good. get that actress and have her play colleen wing or, or have her play anybody else in the rest of the mc just bring her back just she's a great actress she'll do great in whatever she's doing um but iron fist i would just i would just walk away
1: you know it's, it's funny you know i i feel with what is it uh about Iron Fist the same way I feel about Green Arrow, where it's like it's going to take a long time to shake these versions that exist for good or ill.
0: I don't I don't think I I think not. See, I think that with these with the with the bad versions and with the bad like the the bad blood, it's it's you just don't. Like you literally just move on. Like Mm. if if you had Iron Fist show up in Shang Shang-Chi and somebody else, most people are gonna be like, okay, or cool, because they never saw it.
1: Again, he wears a mask and never wore it on the show, so just have him show up wearing the mask like, I am Iron Fist now. Maybe I'm the same actor, maybe I'm not, but that's definitely Iron Fist, and he doesn't look like the TV show, so that's an Iron Fist. Yeah.
0: Uh, Defenders is entirely contingent on the Netflix model, so the Defenders is gone. You don't do a Defenders, or you bring it back, and it's like Defenders is a Doctor Strange team
1: defenders was also our netflix arguably their biggest failure they wanted their avenger sized hit and they didn't get
0: it nope but and that might also be due to jeff Loeb and the showrunners so with them gone you could get another bite at net at defenders but i would just move on i would just be yeah. like no we're not Likewise. gonna do that um and punisher same people same deal Keep John Bernthal moving on, like literally, really, really good. And uh, here's my quickie pitch for bringing Punisher into the MCU: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Spider-Man three, Punisher tries to kill Spider-Man. Hey, we do the Jackal storyline. You just do the Jackal storyline. You replace Jackal with somebody else. That way, you can shoehorn in yet another villain. I would say if you're good, they're not going to do this. Because, you know, and everyone's going to scream at me right now. They're like, contracts, there's still a year and two months left on it. Nye! Money talks. Here you go. Here's however much you need. Now it's over. All right, moving on. Um, Punisher and Kingpin.
1: Mm, or hey, maybe he can't call himself Kingpin yet, so he calls himself the big man.
0: No, oh, there you go. You could do the big man. That'd be fine. But I, my, my, my thought was clean up the Netflix thing slash... Bring them in by just being like, okay, in, the, in this complicated quagmire, we're going to take the Netflix villains in our Sony hero, Marvel produced movie. And like, oh my God, what that the hell like even is this? What a nightmare. But also, I really would love to see a Boss Logic poster that is a recreation of the first appearance of Punisher. Oh, where Spider-Man's in the crosshairs because, like, oh, so good. Spider-Man, the hunted, not the Craven hunted, but, like, Spider-Man being hunted by Punisher would be kind of fun. Plus, you're introducing Punisher into the MCU. Now you're like, oh, if you know who Punisher is, you're like, awesome. If you don't, you're like, oh, who's this? Like, you know, it, it's the same thing. It's really easy to
1: pick up who the Punisher is. It's true. Um, he also doesn't have like a lot of like uh, extended casts of supporting characters. You can very easily pick him up and move him around.
0: And the fact is, like they had Ronan killing all kinds of people with a sword in your mm-hmm. major popcorn blockbuster like Endgame movie. Why not just have a guy who shoots people too and just don't show him blowing their heads off? You know. Like, I mean, Bucky as
1: the Winter Soldier was running around shooting people. Yeah. Uh.
0: So that'd be kind of fun. But uh, anyway, again. Punisher, I love Burnthal, I think he's great. Arguably, like, if you need to recast, I get it. I know that, like, Tiffany's not a big Burnthal fan. She's like, hey, he's he's good, but I don't know if he's my Punisher. And I'm like, I hear you. He keeps
1: touching his hair.
0: He really does like to touch his hair. Um, But I really like – but I I love what they did with him. I love his whole thing. The other thing is he can't really do much with Punisher, like, in the MCU as far as getting too deep into it. So wouldn't it be fun? Fun guest spots. Wouldn't it be fun to have it? Like, listen. We're never gonna show his origin. So, if you if you really want it, there's a Go whole there's, there's two seasons of it. Mm, <laughs> but that for is a the, good one. Yeah, but for for us, Punisher is just he wears a skull shirt and he's sad.
1: <laughs> you know, it could also work again because they keep talking about what they're gonna do with Deadpool. Wouldn't the Punisher be a fun tag along or even fun cameo one off joke in that eventual Deadpool movie once Absolutely. they get that happening?
0: I, I honestly, I think, I think. They want Spider-Man in that Deadpool movie,
1: because mm, it'd be funny.
0: Because it'd be funny because Spider-Man talks like because it's like he he talks in terms of like he walks the walk he makes the money, um, but and because people want to see that, I would love to see Punisher versus Deadpool and that's the movie, yeah. or you know or just Deadpool whatever I'd love that. But uh, you you need somebody who's like. I guess somebody who's more grounded. And it's funny to say that because Punisher's like a guy, but somebody Mm. who's like more relatable. You know, Deadpool is relatable, but he's also wacky and insane. You need somebody who's like going to be the foil, a good foil.
1: The straight man. It's the classic manic man, straight man relationship. Yes.
0: And while Punisher would be a good straight man, it has been in Deadpool versus Punisher. um, I would argue you need somebody a little more fun for that kind of movie. And again, by the way, just it bears repeating because let's just say this one more time about the friggin' Deadpool thing. I, I I still haven't seen any like you know Variety article or Deadline article that says uh, Disney hits head get hit, Disney executives hit head against, hand against head, and goes doy. <laughs> um, so because they they were talking last time I checked about how they're like, how are we gonna make Deadpool work? R rated movies. It already works. R rated movies, PG thirteen appearances moving on that's so all simple you need. it's so simple i'm not surprised it's esca- it's escaping your grasp like r-rated movies produced maybe not even by you don't know, put the disney logo on it you get one of your no. shell companies to do it
1: can't can't have the magic castle
0: nope but deadpool r-rated movies deadpool pg-13 appearances it's it's so easy it, it like hurts to hear that it's not easy
1: T- t- so, tell you what major executives how about you pay us money and we can make this happen
0: <laughs> it's true uh denton film says joel gets my money for knowing jim butcher hey
1: <laughs> I-, I know my magic detective fiction of dudes who wear trench coats and smoke cigarettes nice
0: uh the ice man says uh, there are a many show that should be bought- brought back but won't if Feige wasn't involved we won't see it i want to see continuation of gifted and legion yeah
1: gifted and legion were very cool there's no doubt about it they were wildly creative but they mostly reached satisfying conclusions and exist in their own little uh what is it side universes and also hey and that's the magical thing about x-men is you can still get x-men movies and x-men tv shows when this is all done because i don't know if you've noticed there's like a billion x-men and a hundred thousand different teams oh
0: yeah oh no i mean like i hope that feige you know puts his magic touch on the X-Men franchise, but also I hope he, like, picks a really awesome protege to be, like, you're in charge of the X-Men universe. Like, because you could get, like, you could literally have, like, Marvel Phase 5, and it's, like, you know, it's it's Fantastic Four, and it's Guardians 4 or whatever, and, you know, all this stuff, da da Daredevil and Spider-Man, whatever. But, well, obviously not Spider-Man, but, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and uh, Captain Marvel 2. And then there's also like a sub meeting where they're like, yo, X-Force, X-Men, New Mutants, Excalibur, you know, like they could make so many. And you, and not not to mention the Wolverine movies.
1: Oh God, in and of itself. Like- the, the the Weapon X franchise in and of itself, just hanging out with that team. Or as, as I've always pushed it, okay, so the movies are the X-Men superheroes doing super things. Yep. The TV shows in Disney Plus, this is the mutant soap operas now. This is the Hellfire Club show. This is Xavier High. This is all of those types of things that you normally get from yeah. X-Men.
0: Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters is a Disney Plus show.
1: Yes. Like,
0: there you go. And it and you cast, you get the guy who plays Professor X and he is the the, the through line that connects mm-hmm. it to the movies and maybe what what if you kill Professor X in like X-Men 2? Okay, whoever's the headmaster and Emma Frost put her in and just but it's that show. And it's just it's, like and it's only eight it's, episodes or something, you know? Yeah. It's just something fun it's to watch. It's grassy
1: with superpowers. Yeah.
0: So I, I think you get a lot of that. Like, you, you can get a lot of X-Men stuff. Like, the reckoning of X-Men in the MCU is coming. And I hope that it's, like, led by someone who isn't distracted and weary and, and, and loves the X-Men. Definitely. So, um And those are the shows. I mean, like, as far as that's concerned, uh, are there any Marvel shows, like, besides, like, maybe animated projects that you'd like to see, you know, kind of, like, either come back or get rebooted or or be used in some way?
1: Uh, Again, you know, it's such a weird time. I have not enjoyed the Marvel animated universe for so long now. I'm wondering what would they have to do to get me back on board at this point? It's like, hey. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's just another Spider-Man show, or it's just another Avengers show. And I'm like, well, I've seen these in varying quality.
0: Yeah, you need to bring back EMH. Like, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is a perfect introduction to the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. It's well cast. It has fun animation, stylized, so that you can get away with cutting corners, but also not sacrificing it so it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, grounded and fun and, and great sweeping, epic adaptations of, like, they did the Corvax saga in that they show. They did. Like, they introduced the Guardians and they look like Dan Abnett's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, they Like, come did. on. If you haven't watched Earth's Mightiest Heroes, you've gotta see it. It's so great. Apparently, Loeb is the guy who brought Drake Bellin to overwrite Josh Keating's voice in the Earth's Mightiest Heroes episodes for Spider-Man. Mm. That hurts. Yeah. Like that makes me go like, okay, well then he was behind every bad decision.
1: <laughs> it's things like that that will forever stick in the crotch. Like, ooh, that was a bad decision. And Drake Bell is a dingus and you're a dingus for for, for dubbing over my precious baby, Josh Heaton. <laughs> I know that poor kid. But now they'll just get uh, Yuri. Yuri <laughs> Now and forever, which it's like, it's like you want to be mad at Yuri Lowenthal because, like, oh god, Yuri Lowenthal again, but that's like, but god damn it, you're so talented, though. He's a
0: good kid, he's doing a good job. I like him, so I'm fine with it. Um, um it's not even a kid, but you know, I appreciate it. No, he's uh, an adult man who voices young kids, exactly. I say, and I've said this for years, but like, make direct di- digital adaptations of classic stories that you're never going to do in the movies or that you're never going to do like that in the movies, like, right. I would love to see secret wars like Jim shooter secret wars as a cartoon using the voice actors from the earth's mightiest heroes uh plus character plus new actors you bring in um and you know and just and and in the in that animation style um i'd love to see like the Korvac saga or any other number of like just just marvel events Mm. that you know they're never gonna do Or, who cares if they're gonna do it? Like, they did Planet Hulk, kinda. You're never gonna... But, you know, they still made a Planet Hulk direct-to-DVD animated feature that is more in line with what the comic was. So, you could still do it. And I think that's the way to fix it.
1: You know what else they could do? It would probably be shameless, but whatever, because they could actually pump more money into it, and it's a proven formula that works. Let's just have champions or young avengers as a series yeah. you get to know the universe through the eyes of the sidekicks who are just starting out and then every season like young justice you make it a little bigger and a yeah. little more inclusive and then it's like oh and now look at that oh now we have a fully fleshed out animated universe that just started with the young characters that's
0: true i mean like yeah but at the same time they're showing you that like ms marvel's gonna be a live action show runaways is working really well we're probably going to just make these kids play the characters later anyway. Probably. So now what's
1: left? <laughs> I know. It's like we're at the point now where it's like it used to be animation was for the riskier stuff that you couldn't do in live action or that you would never see because it was too expensive. But now we are in this wonderful and crazy time where it's like, nah, man, everything is possible.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. TB. Oh, no. Iceman says, last one. Just thought of something. What if they are going to use Disney Plus some market research to see what shows would do well if brought back? I mean, certainly, they really should. certainly they should do that, and I'm sure they will um, pull data. Uh, but you know, there's some shows that like they're bringing back. They're not going to bring back Spider Man and his Amazing Friends. Like, no, they're, they're not going to bring back the original '90s Spider Man cartoon. Like, you know, it, it, I, I think that those are just more like boy, a lot of people are watching the X-Men cartoon. We but should... boy,
1: if you stream enough gargoyles. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. It's like, maybe we'll see gargoyles come back, but like instead of it being like, oh, well, we'll just bring back X-Men 90s. Like, no. Mm. But Where... they might go, we should probably make an X-Men cartoon.
1: That'd be nice. Where, uh, where's my Fillmore, too? I noticed on all those shows <laughs> they brought back from the Disney one, there's no Fillmore
0: on there. I saw Doug wasn't on there, so, you
1: know. Oh, interesting. You know, I researched the Fillmore guy where I'm like, where did this guy go in life with this show? Turns out he had an amazing career writing for adult television. He was, like, uh, head writer on Walking Dead for a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he launched a great career off this kid's cartoon that was light years ahead of its time. Well,
0: good for him. There you go. Yeah. It's so rare those
1: stories have happy endings, right? Yeah, it's true. Why don't we get more Fillmore? Oh, because you became a massive star and are making a ton of money right? writing busy. prestige. Yeah. yeah, that's why.
0: Uh, TB says, maybe an intro show about different lesser-known characters that could be animated in live action or a what-if one-shot series of alternate reality stories? I don't know. And here's some money for the lights. Hey, thanks, TB. That really helps Like, out.
1: Like Marvel Encyclopedia, the series.
0: Right, Like, or a history of the Marvel Universe, the show. Like, Hosted yeah.
1: by The Watcher. I mean,
0: a Watcher show. I mean, Watchers should be on What If. So... Yeah. If he isn't, I'll be disappointed. But uh, no, he is. I think he is in it. Oh, cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I, I would love that. I mean, like, I, I would love to see um, any number of, like, adaptations or introductions or, you know, again, things that you wouldn't be able to see or are risky that could work in animation. Um, more Thor, more, more, more aliens in space. Like, mm. you know, it, I don't want to see, I certainly don't want, like, more marvel street level stuff to be more in animation than live action i'm like Duh, you can yeah. shoot it here come
1: on <laughs> it, it would probably be more of a hulu thing but come on superior foes of spider-man come on that was such a funny premise let's yeah, keep that going you're not the, the, gonna see that <laughs> i
0: know what about the wild adventures of hercules come on hercules, <laughs> hercules is, a, is a tough nut to crack he is but it may, they got Thor working, but they had to just throw everything away. <laughs> I, I mean, Hemsworth can't do it forever. And obviously
1: they seem to be transitioning on over to do the Jane Foster version. You know, hey, maybe maybe have Herc in the background there. I'm mythological and fun. Yeah, that's C- true. Cast another one of Hemsworth's brothers in the role. <laughs> You're at it. He only has like six. Yeah, no, it's true. So, I'm Liam Hemsworth and I'm Hercules. Oh, <laughs> yeet, that'd, be, that'd be funny. Oh, they need to cast one of them as Eric Masterson is what yes. they need to do, and they eventually do that. That's exactly what they need to do. I'm um, Liam Hemsworth, and I'm Thunderstrike. I'm Thunderstrike.
0: Dude, a Thunderstrike movie would kind of work, like, honestly, at this point. Like, I, just a Thor with big boots that wears a jacket with a ponytail, like, who's just, I'm happy to have long hair. I don't care.
1: And make it weirdly self-aware, where it's like, "Oh, you're that Thor who's not Thor. I wanted a selfie, but now I don't anymore." Right. <laughs> well, <bzz>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the Thor core he can hang out with Frog Thor and everyone else. I'd love to see. Well, I mean, like we've seen a little bit of Beta Ray Bill. Come on.
1: We have, yeah.
0: Uh, Silver Cricket says Foggy Nelson, the actor, walks that perfect line of competent and pathetic. No, I love that
1: actor. It really does. I want him
0: to be in the movie. Like, make more Daredevil for with those people. Those three mm-hmm. are great. Um, that that, that you know. Hell, bring back David Tennant as Purple, as purple Man. Yeah. And just I, go, no, nah, he didn't die. Or, nah, we're just throwing away Jessica Jones.
1: And that's the beautiful thing about that, because it's comic books and shit like that happens all the time. But I saw you die. No, you didn't.
0: Well, or just, this is just a different, we rebooted Purple Man and we just recast him. Or we, 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 we kept the same actor.
1: Right, that, that was a robot or a clone or time travel <laughs> or something. I'm not dead.
0: I, I'm fine with it.
1: No one ever dies.
0: No. Um, but yeah, listen. Um, before we go, I want to say thank you, everybody. Uh, go to twitchtv tv and watch Tiffany play Code Vein. Um, mm-hmm. you don't need to be a Twitch user to watch, but if you are, follow the show, follow the channel, watch Tiffany play Code Vein. Uh, enjoy the new emotes. Maybe if we, if you'd like them, maybe she'll produce some emotes. We'll put them on this thing too um but uh, but it's a lot of fun you're really gonna enjoy it if you like it but otherwise uh we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and if you want to hang out with us in person go to zap comics this saturday from 4 to 7 p.m in wayne new jersey you can just google zap two P's. um go to zap comics in wayne new jersey hang out with us watch us shoot the show see how the sausage is made and uh you know we'll we'll, we'll hang out with you it'll be a lot of fun um want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and listen if you can't get enough of these two talking uh, go to patreon.com slash compop and check out the bonus show, One Shots, where we talk about something else for a little while. Um, oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun and it's only audio. You can download it on your phone. You don't have to worry about uh, trying, to, trying to use up your data plan while, while watching us. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long. Thanks. For Bye-bye. <laughs>